0: The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
1: And good Sunday morning to everyone out there. A special good Sunday morning to all the dads out there. Happy Father's Day. I am Chris Creston and joined, as always, by Kelvin, the money guy. I'll give you his coordinates here if you want to reach out to him anytime. The website is askkelvin.ca. That's ask, K E L V I N.ca. And you can call him at 416 457 7526. That's 416 457 plan. Give him a call after the show if you want to chat about anything that we've talked about on the show or any issues going on in your life and your money and in your money life and that is what we talk about here on the show and you know given that it's Father's Day and also given that uh, I'm about to be a new dad I think Kelvin saw that I was in way over my head and decided (laughs) that today's show's topic would be Saving for and planning for a new family, a new baby, and uh, that's what we're going to be talking about here. So uh, you know, I'm all ears. I'm ready to learn, and I hope that uh, some of you out there are, are as well. And if you want to uh, contribute or add anything to the show, I'll throw out the numbers a little bit later on so that you can call us live on the air. Again, askkelvin.ca is the website. Ask K-E-L-V-I-N dot C-A. And here is Kelvin, the money guy. Kelvin, how you doing? Happy Father's Day.
2: Yeah, thanks, Chris. I guess I'll be saying that to you next year this yes, time.
1: Yeah, yeah, this is my first or my last Father's Day as the as the kid only. So uh, next year I will I'll be
2: filling both shoes. Yeah, yeah. Well, today's a big day, I guess. Uh, Montreal is playing later on tonight, and
1: that's right. You're you're a Habs fan, so you're excited. That's uh, that's big. That's big for for, uh, for all the Habs fans out there. So. I will, I'll throw you all a bone and say, <laughs> I hope you have an enjoyable game, some capacity. I, that's uh, that's as far as I'm willing to go as a leaf fan. Sorry. That's, I think I went, I think I went pretty far. I think that was you a did. nice yeah, old you branch. Went, yeah. yeah,
2: you went really <laughs> far. That's good. Thanks for that. That's good. So, yeah, I, um, when we were talking last time and we found out you were going to be a new parent, we thought to ourselves, I thought, let's do a show on uh, what it costs to raise a kid. Um, from the time they were born zero to 18 or 17, what it costs, what people should prepare to do. And then I think of myself, and my wife, Veronica, when our kids were born and it's funny, Brittany, my daughter's birthday was on Friday. And, you know, when I look back to all these years to see, are these things that I went and looked through these statistics, is it really true? And you know, what it, it is, <laughs> it's really funny how things go on in your lives and you take it for granted. But when you look backwards, you think, my God, how did I, how did I do that? How did I afford to do all these things and still pay for my mortgage and still live a good life? You know, so money, always that's, that's
1: a huge thing. Money factors yeah. into so many of those things. And that's not something my wife and I were saying to each other yesterday is how would we be able to do this if we tried to do it five years ago? Uh, how would we be able to do this if we tried to do it two years ago? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, the, the money that you save and the money that you put aside, it still doesn't feel like enough because you look and you think about all the things you need. You're right. starting from scratch, all of the the gear, yeah. all of the stuff that you should be saving for and planning for, and it's, it's a big setback in the beginning.
2: You should see all the Happy Meals toys I have downstairs. <laughs> 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 so one day that'll be worth a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, hopefully uh, that' worth the
1: investment. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's so, time you know, starting... in the Happy Meal market, not timing the Happy Meal market.
2: <laughs> exactly. <yeah. laughs> and it's funny you said that you're having a, a twins. i was talking to uh, you know all the all the bars and restaurants their patios are opened up. So on Friday, the staff who went to the chop across the road from our island, uh, Kira, one of the waitresses, she said that she's pregnant and she I think is due in October November. So it's funny. Wow. I think we might start hearing more and more uh, younger people like yourself have starting a family and so on. So I told her to tune in because she might pick up some things that maybe people might call in and you didn't think about or things we haven't thought about, you know? So you know, starting a family is a, a, you know, means committing to a new lifestyle, right? Raising uh, kids are costly, could be costly, actually it is costly. By the time, statistics say by the time your child turns um, 18, you will spend pretty much about $250,000 raising that child. It seems it's a daunting amount, right, but we all do oh, it. Wow. And that's just the average. So some might be a little bit less, some might be more. And you know, all these expenses don't include university or colleges. It's just oh, great. living. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not bad news, don't worry, you'll, you'll be fine. <laughs> so, but the good news is a little planning can go a long way towards helping you remain in financial control. So here's some stats for you. When the first three years of the baby's life is the most expensive, you spend an average of about $2,000 a month for the first till or two. And then after that, it tapers off to about 1100 bucks on average, right? And what happens is the first year of the child, 1% of the money, 1% of that $250,000 is spent in the first year. 5% of the money is spent on clothing. 6% is spent on education supplies like paper and pencils and you know things like that. 9% is spent on extra that. Curricular activities like, you know, stuff that you may do. Eight, nine percent is on healthcare, 12 percent daycare, and that's a big daycare. Uh, 14 percent on transportation, 17 percent on food, and the biggest one is housing. 27 percent of your money will be spent on housing the child. So that's a tight, that's a breakdown of how you're going to allocate your money. So you really got to be mindful of a lot of things. and money always has a way of finding itself to pay for things you know we look at the cost of 250 and we think man I'll, I'll never have that kind of money but 18 years later you look back and go ah we did it you have to struggle a little bit maybe cut back on some things but you know our parents did it uh we did it our kids when they have kids will do it it's just it's just evolution right and human beings, we, we always find a way to do things. We always find a way to get out of things or, you know, make things better for us. So I guess the first step is when you know you're having a baby or before the baby comes is create a budget, you know, create a budget for, you, uh, for yourself. There's all kinds of sites out there that will help you. And I find one, one site that's really helpful is um, babycenter.com. And it gives you a breakdown of um you know what you want to spend what you're going to spend how to maybe do things more efficiently and things like that so it's more of a more of a budgeting thing right um, it's interesting in the, in the I, beginning
1: i, I uh mm-hmm. under your recommendation i took a look at it i haven't entered in any of my own information but it's really interesting that they have a baby cost calculator. So, you know, people go and they get mortgage calculators, they get things like (laughs) that. And there's a baby cost calculator. And it's really interesting (laughs) because it sort of goes through the things that you you would need. So, child care, diapering, are you going to be using um, disposable diapers or cloth diapers that you wash yourself? I imagine that saves money. I know my brother actually used reusable cloth diapers that they wash themselves for their uh-huh. first child and not okay. their second. I'm right. not sure why they didn't do it for their second, <laughs> but I can imagine. I can only imagine why you, you would only <laughs> want to go through that once.
2: Yeah. Well, things you have to worry about is decrease in income of one parent, uh, you know, would right. one parent stay at home. And then after the break, I'll give you, I'll tell you what Pampers used to cost in 1970 and <laughs> 2000 and today. <laughs>
1: I, uh, I'm looking forward and I and I don't know I, I imagine there may be some technological advancements in the field of diapers but I can't I imagine know. there's been that much we'll continue talking to Kelvin the money guy about saving for a new family about uh you know some tips on how to you know plan for your expected baby plan for my expecting babies I've got twins on the way and we'll uh, c- get some of your calls as well at 416 416- 870-6400 if you want to add to the list of things that may be something we haven't thought of or maybe there's a question that you're wondering, how am I going to do this? Is there some kind of money-saving tip or something that you want to ask Kelvin about? Or And when we're talking about education, that's a huge thing. We just sort of mm-hmm. touched on yeah. university education. There's all sorts of different savings plans and ways to do that. 416-870-6400. And don't forget. Kelvin's website askkelvin.ca. That's ask K E L V I N dot A. Let's get started to listening to your calls on the other side of the break here, and uh, also continue to get tips from Kelvin on starting a new family and saving for baby. Your life, your money continues here on Global News Radio six hundred and forty Toronto.
0: You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
1: And you can give us a call live on the air here at 416-870-6400. That's 416-870-6400 Four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred. If you want to add something to the show, if you've got a question for Kelvin, or you just wanted to add some of your own wisdom, maybe uh, you're a parent, maybe you're a father. It's Father's Day, and uh, you wanted to uh, add something as we continue talking about saving for a new family, how to do it, and you know this is a, a great topic for people like me who are starting mm-hmm. a new family, for people who are, um, you know, grandparents or soon to be grandparents yeah. whose kids yeah. are starting a new family as well, because, you know, a lot of, you know, as we look back, you know, my parents were parents at some point, but it's been a long time since they say for a baby and a lot has changed since the yeah. 80s and 90s and so much has changed <laughs> in the cost of things and so much has changed in the technology that's available and that's out there even, you know, just when it, we look at even the fact that in 1985, my mom had twins, my brother and I, and there really? was no ultrasound, no ultrasound, right? So they didn't know that she was having twins until she gave birth to two babies. She loves oh. telling that story. so if anyone if anyone <laughs> wants to reach out to my mom, she loves telling that story. Um, and the and, and and now, you know we knew we were having twins. Really early on. We knew their Mm -hmm. genders. We were having a boy and a girl really early on. And there's just so much available to us. And not to mention just the the kinds of things that an expecting mother can take advantage of. Right. Like apps and websites. And those Mm -hmm. kinds of things can also drive you crazy too. Yeah. Because when you've got all the information at your fingertips, you have... All the worry at your fingertips, too, right? right. You can just log on yeah. to the internet and find the worst case scenario for almost any symptom that you exactly. have. Exactly,
2: yeah. And use, and I would say, use some common sense. You know, that'll get you a long way. So, so in 1970, Pampers cost 10 cents each. In 2000, it was 35 cents each, and today it's about 64 cents each. So you see wow. the cost, right? And That's a lot of inflation on diapers. <laughs> yeah, it's more, yeah, more than inflation. And interestingly enough, I look at baby food, and baby food behaves like money. The price doubles every 10 years. You know how I say money doubles every 10 years, but the yeah. price of baby food seems to double every 10 years.
1: It's like liquid gold, only it goes bad after a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't just stow that away or something.
2: <laughs> yeah. Weird, eh? So another thing that people need to look at is, um, you know, sometimes both parents go back to work because of the nature of their job. Um, you know, many times one will stay home, um, but sometimes two stay home. So if two, are, if two are going to go back to work, make sure you start looking for, um, you know, like childcare, right? And, it's, and, and start looking now because many good facilities have a waiting list. So, if you know you're due in October, November, you might want to start looking now, um, you know, deter and look at, look at things like um, your tax credit. Like there's a lot of child care tax credits. So, look at what you're eligible for. Um, if you don't know, talk to your accountant or your advisor or whoever and try and, you know, and determine that kind of stuff. It's just, it's like everything else we always talk about in, in these shows, it's always about planning planning retirement, planning a trip, planning as a new father, mother, right? So it's all about pre-planning things so that when the bumps come along the way, yeah, you're okay, you're ready for it, you know, right? Um, A lot of uh, new parents go into into having a baby with debt. So try, if you can, and get rid of debt and maybe build, try and build an emergency fund of about, you know, three months or so of income somewhere, right? Um, it's a hard, it's easy to say, but unless you put pen to paper and figure it out, it'll be one of those things that go up and down, up and down, right? Like teeter totter, right? So have a sit down and look at all your debt? If you're fortunate enough um, to have a property, maybe get a line of credit and, use the line of credit instead of, you know, to pay off credit card debts and so on because the interest on credit card debts are like, you know, 18%, whereas lines of credit is like pride plus one. So do some, you know, do some pre-planning like that and see where you are in your life, see where your debt load is and things like that. Because the last thing you need is to be overburdened with, uh, you know, with all these bills. Because you're certainly going to have bills with, like we talked about, raising a child, right? So get your ducks in order, you know, take the next six months or whatever, whenever you do and start figuring out what you have now, how can you reduce the debt? How can you uh, get lower interest rates, that kind of stuff, right?
1: And that's interesting because, you know, it's so it is so easy to just, you know, pull out the credit card, especially nowadays when it's been hard to get into stores to shop for things and even mm-hmm. if you do there's a lineup outside every shop to get in and actually right take that stroller for a test drive or whatever it happens to be and you end up you know ordering things online and it's on the credit card and it's, uh, sitting there maybe on your balance and you know take advantage of the ability to you know yeah. you have a line of credit pay that off on there so you're paying less interest on That purchase interest is you know interest comes up a lot in what we're talking about, Mm -hmm. Uh, right, Kelvin? There's so much that you know interest will will could bury you or it can help you out.
2: Right, exactly. So you have to have the interest work in your favor. Like I say, whenever you whenever you make any financial decisions, look at the interest rates, what you're getting and what you're paying and you know do some math and figure and figure it out so a little bit of planning goes a long way with anything that we do especially with this And once you like i say the first three years of the child's life is the most expensive and then after that it kind of levels off you know it's still expensive but it kind of level off. and then you get in a routine you know um you get in a habit of doing certain things so try and create good habits it's easy to any habit is easy to create, but try and create a good one so that when you, as you move on, um, you know, things are going well for you. Right.
1: And you talked about trying to find childcare spots early, get onto waiting lists and things like mm-hmm. that. Childcare can be really, really expensive. And uh, I know one thing that I've heard from other parents is, you know, try to extend that maternity leave, paternity leave, whichever you're taking as right. long as you can, because childcare can be cheaper. After eighteen months, after they're a little bit right. uh, older and no longer infants, and I think I, I guess eighteen, I guess that's a toddler. I don't know. See, my first child, I don't <laughs> even know what to call them.
2: <laughs> I guess the best way is to speak to someone who ha- who just had a baby last year or right. two years ago and see what happened with them. Right? I guess
1: exactly. And but then you know a lot of people have to go back to work, right? That's another mm. aspect of all of this where you, go, yeah, you know, in order to pay for all these things, you can't afford to take too much time off.
2: Well, one of the good things, if there's any good things about the pandemic, is maybe for expecting parents, or parents are gonna, you're working from home now. So your commuting is less, you're home with the baby. So maybe that's a good thing, unless they make a lot and cry a lot, and they're on your Zoom call.
1: (laughs) I think we've all been on Zoom calls where there's a crying (laughs) baby somewhere in the background. or. Or and a dog. you talk about the first or a dog or been on a radio show where there's a crying background yeah. or a crying baby in the background or a dog for sure. My dog will uh, inevitably bark at some point during this show. He knows when I'm on the air and he wants to get on the air. He's a he's a fame hog like that.
2: And you know, one of the one thing after break we'll talk about is uh is insurance. Right. Before having a child, insure life insurance, critical illness insurance, nah, I don't need it. And it's true, you probably don't need it. But once a child comes into, into existence, well, now your thought process is different, you know. And there's many options uh, when it comes to the life insurance and critical illness and so on. So maybe after the break, we'll have a little chat about that, why it's important, you know.
1: We'll be chatting about that as we talk about saving for a new family, starting a new family, expecting a new baby on this Father's Day edition of Your Life, Your Money with Kelvin, the money guy. AskKelvin.ca is the website. That's ask, K E L V I N.ca. And you can call him anytime off the air at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457. Plan. Your Life, Your Money continues here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
0: You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
1: And thank you all for joining us here. The time is 932 on the clock on my stove. I am Chris Creston, joined as always by Kelvin the Money Guy, and today we've been talking about saving for a new family. Happy Father's Day out there uh, to all the dads out there, by the way, and saving for a new family, saving for a new baby. Uh, why are we talking about that? Partially because I'm having a new baby, but there seems to be a lot of people out there. I don't have any statistics on pandemic babies, but there seem to be a lot of people starting a new family or adding some a yeah. uh, new baby to their existing families, and uh, you know it's it's It can be a daunting process. There's a lot that you have to consider. We've talked about creating a budget. Uh, Kelvin throughout uh, babycenter.com. They've got a baby cost calculator. Also, uh, in looking into childcare, getting on those waiting lists and uh, budgeting and figuring out how much it's going to cost to have someone take care of your baby in the first few years, especially if you've got to go back to work. And get rid of debt and try and build an emergency fund has been Another tip that uh, Kelvin threw out there. Uh, Right now, we're going to move on and talk about insurance and insurance options. Because Mm -hmm. if if anyone out there is like me, they've not really given too much thought to insurance. I think about insurance whenever Kelvin brings it up on the show. when We're (laughs) talking on Your Life, Your Money, and Kelvin's talking about insurance. We do a special show on insurance every once in a while, and then I start really thinking about it. Then I forget about it. And right. I don't yeah. and I don't do anything about it, and my insurance broker doesn't hear from me. Right. But uh, my insurance broker has heard from me Good. now recently. <laughs> uh, but partially because we're moving from a condo to a house, and the other is because we're starting a family. And I'm right. thinking about life insurance for the first time in a real way, and thinking about all of the different options that are on the table.
2: And there's and there's lots of options, you know. I, I mean, having children is the perfect time to look at you at how you're protecting your loved ones, right? So you would, you want to relook at your mortgage insurance, your life, critical illness, and so on. So if you looking in protection that needs that meets the family's needs, you got to first look at the funds, see how much you can afford. Um, there's all types of insurance. There's term insurance, which is renting. There's permanent insurance, which is like buying creating wealth and a legacy for yourself. But what I found is many times uh, when new new families, there's so much expenses, you know, that they can't really afford um, to buy a more permanent insurance. So I think many times is, is, you know, load up on the insurance and buy maybe a term one, like a term 10 or a term 20, and the payments are really cheap. And as you You know your income goes up, your baby's maturing, a lot of things are going on. Then convert the term into something more permanent that lasts forever. Um, Sometimes people's uh, emotions take over, and they want to spend. You know, they think they can spend four or five hundred bucks a month on on permanent life insurance that creates wealth and all that kind of stuff. And the first crisis that happens, guess what? The first thing they cancel is the life insurance. So be mindful of what you buy and how you buy it, um, keeping in mind that when you buy these term policies, make sure you buy a term policy that's convertible, renewable convertible, so that at any given time, you can convert into something more permanent and stuff like that. So talk to your advisor, talk, you know, and, and figure out how it fits into your budget. And life insurance, uh, it, you know, it's, I, I think it's a must for when you're having kids. You, might, you should get it. some, right? Better to have a, have a little bit than, than nothing,
1: right? And so, you know, you were talking about all the expenses that you're going to have in the first three years and then looking at adding life insurance to that. It's another big change in your lifestyle, mm-hmm. paying another bill that you've got and whether it's that whole life, that permanent insurance or you're looking at more of a term. So obviously that whole life, long-term insurance, is has a lot of benefits to it on right. building wealth, transferring wealth yeah. at the end of your life, but it can be very expensive. It's the Cadillac of insurance policies, right. but yeah. you know maybe you know maybe what you need is a convertible, and that's what yes, I'm taking from exactly. this. Don't buy the Cadillac, yeah. buy a convertible,
2: and that, for now, and that's yeah what I'm for get. now, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like Thank when you. you it's like when you're buying when you're en- entering any type of market, the housing market. where you don't go buy the big house mm-hmm. in Rosedale. Start yeah. off townhouse, condo somewhere, and and a step process, right? Think of grandparents that are listening. You know what's a great thing for them to do is is instead of giving the kid money for, I don't know, whatever, why don't they set up a critical illness, a life and critical illness insurance for their grandkid and make it a 20-year pay. So after 20 years, the payments are done. And now the policy belongs to that child that's 20 years old, and they will have life insurance and critical illness for the rest of their lives. It's the best thing we can do for for our grandkids. So sit down with your mom with the mom and dad, you with your kids or whatever, and and see what the cost is for these things, and do it now. It's the best gift that you'll ever give your grandkids. Um, so that's one thing I would I would do if I was a grand Father, I would, and 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 it's doesn't cost that much, you know. Um, So have a look at that kind of stuff. There's many companies that do it. Sit down with your advisor, your broker, and try and figure out what's the best thing for you. Like I say, it's the best gift that you can give to your grandkids. You'll always buy them, I don't know, ice cream and stuff. But this is (laughs) like you know when the ice cream truck comes around, right? But this is the best thing to build wealth. For the generations to come, to explore that. There's a lot
1: of things, obviously, you know, that grandparents want to do to help out Mm -hmm. with a new family, and that's that's one that I don't think is sort of on a lot of people's list. But it's a it's a really interesting thought to be able to give their kids that, their grandchildren that, for the rest of their lives.
2: Hey, listen. After 20 years, um, it's paid out for, and that child has the option to take the money and put it down on a payment of our house or something. So there's many, many options. So always explore the options that are out there for you. And some, and people don't know. So that's why there's people like ourselves, you know, explore new things. Another big problem that I find is, um, or another thing that people should do is make, when you're having a babies, make a will, you know? A will is an emotional task, right? Because the thing is, it's you know who do we appoint as the guardian because with me my family is the best but my wife her family way better than my family so who are you going (laughs) to (laughs) pick and that's one of the biggest problem why we don't um that why people don't do wills things like that because who's going to be the guardian of the kids if both of us would have passed away so you know sit down and have some thought process to that and make a will Get a will done if you um you know reach out to your advisor i'm sure they have contacts with lawyers and stuff that i do so reach out to me if you wish and i can pass you their number that you can try and get a will done it's a one really important step you know that we that we don't do now a lot of these things that i'm talking about is you know is a cost to everything so you have to prioritize you know i only have a dollar so what can I? What am I gonna get with this dollar? What's the best way to spend it? So you have to kind of, you know, outweigh those those things also. And as you, as the child gets older and you get older, um, everything just kind of falls into place. So not that you're gonna do all these things that we're talking about in this hour right away, but pick one and prioritize, or two and prioritize which is best for you when that day does come and you know the. Child's born, right? Now what happens? You probably forget of all this stuff, anyhow. <laughs> but it all,
1: you know, it all goes back to you know. Your first point was start making a budget, right? Start making a budget for your family. Start making a budget <clears> if you don't already have one for you know you and your spouse. If you now you've definitely got to start thinking about money in, money out when it comes to the new family that you're starting and the new the right. new living, breathing person you're bringing into the world.
2: Yeah. And and one of the thing that I think uh, um, that's really cool about having kids—I mean, a lot of things are cool about it—but it's getting all this baby gear, acquiring all this stuff,
1: <laughs> <laughs> which is which is definitely fun. It's definitely something that I've been sort of eagerly awaiting. You know, one of the things that my wife and I, I think we were looking into—you know, getting back into, looking forward to getting back into stores as things reopened—was. Being able to look at these things, touch and feel the different items and different toys that are available, <laughs> and I don't even mean toys. I mean the toys that are really for the parents, right? The fanciest <laughs> yeah, strollers, yeah. the the coolest
2: baby monitors, and all that. And and remember, you don't need everything, right? So maybe you know, ask the parent of a two year old what baby gear that they used, you know, and what gathered dust, what they never use, right? Right. So maybe, you know, do those kind of things. This kind of baby gear stuff is so emotional and and there's so many cool things out there and we're marketed like there's no tomorrow, right? Every single company is telling us about the strollers that go up the stairs without doing any, anything and the baby monitors and so on. And things have changed. When I think back about when I was researching this stuff, so when um, Veronica and I had our kids, I remember the baby monitor you could pick up other people's phone call. (laughs) (laughs) So I think those things have come a long way, right? And one thing I find is, you know, register uh, for gifts with like major retailers. You know, there's websites um, out there to avoid getting repeat gifts and having, you know, and and not having to go to the store to return stuff, especially now with the pandemic and so on. You don't want to have duplicate stuff because, you're going to have to take your time and go out to the store and and frankly you won't have the time because the baby is going to take up all of your time.
1: <laughs> right? We'll continue talking about some of this uh, baby gear and some more points on what you need to do to plan for your new family as your life your money continues here on Global News Radio. Don't forget you can call Kelvin anytime at 416-457-7526. That's 416 416- 457 plan and his website is askkelvin.ca that's ask askkelvin.ca we'll continue chatting about starting a new family saving for a new family helping your children as they plan for a new family all on the other side of the break here is your life your money continues on global news radio 640
0: toronto You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
1: And thank you so much for joining us here on Father's Day Sunday. I'm Chris Creston, joined as always by... Kelvin, the money guy. And, you know, you talk, We, if you listen to the show, you've listened to Kelvin talk a lot about uh, your investments, to you talk about your TFSAs and your RSPs, talking about your retirement mm-hmm. plans. Today we're focusing on, because hey, it's Father's Day, and also because I'm expecting a couple of babies coming up <laughs> uh, in a couple of months. Uh, this fall, I, we've decided to chat about some personal finance tips for your baby's future. So if you're starting a new family, if your kids are starting a new family, a lot has changed in the last 30 years or so. There's a lot of different things out there. And uh, we've been chatting about that. And there's still a little bit of time if you want to squeeze in a call at 416-870-6400. And uh, we'll uh, try to get you on the air if you've got something that you think that uh, the rest of the audience can uh, benefit from. Or if you've got a question that, you know, likely other people have the same question and just aren't asking it as well we'll try and get that answered live on the air as well 416-870-6400 in the time that we have left i'll go over a little bit what we talked about first tip that uh, kelvin gave create a budget for your baby's arrival the other one uh if you need child care you should start planning for it right now there's a lot of waiting lists and there's a lot of costs involved Get rid of your debt and build an emergency fund. Always good advice, especially when you've got the added uh, family member coming into your life. (laughs) Learn about your insurance options. One of the uh, interesting tips Kelvin gave in earlier in the show is if you're a uh, grandparent, a great gift that you can give is insurance for that new child coming. Um, Make your will and start acquiring all those toys, all that baby gear. But another interesting thing that I think a lot of grandparents can probably help with is education. And that's something that you know if you're looking to give monetary gift and R R E S P is an option. Kelvin, you know, I haven't given a ton of thought to the education right. of my two unborn children yet, but uh <laughs> you know it's a, it's a big thought because you know, even when we're talking about the cost. Of a baby off the top of the show, one of the things that wasn't included in those average costs was university or college education.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: And I and I think as we head into the future, you know, it used to be you graduated from high school you got a job, right? Graduated from college you got a job. Now I think the minimum might is going to be university education. I think unless it all changes again, but I don't know. But preparing to enroll in in some type of education plan you know, after baby arrives, it's a big choice. There's many things, I mean, there's um, RESPs, there's boring money to invest for the for the child, a whole bunch of things that you want. Um, you know, with the cost of college and university increasing, these register education plans or RESPs, um, you know, will make sense for many parents. So although RESP contributions can't be uh, deducted from your taxes, they grow tax-free. Plus, when plus qualifying withdrawals, the grants or the amount of money you put in, whatever you take out first, are treated as a student's income, which is typically taxed at a much lower tax rate because the student has no income. So, not on, so although you don't get the RSP, the contributions on RSP, on the back end, the taxes are much lower because it's taxed on the student's hand. So. Look into RESBs. They might be the best thing for you, or you might want to do a combination of RESBs, RSBs, whatever you want to do, whatever falls into your. The the deal is is to start thinking about it and getting some type of education plan going for you. Um, You know, the government, the federal government provides incentives. So they give you a 20% grant on the money that you put in up to a maximum you could um your rsp contributions are tapped out or capped at about fifty thousand per beneficiary so you know if you start saving today um, at zero years old or one year old and you invest your money properly and every year you add to it it could be quite a large sum for you you know when the child turns 18 or 21 when they're ready to go to school remember money doubles every 8 to 10 years so if you're just one today, 10 years, you know, look what's happening to your to your money. And there's many, there's some drawbacks to the RESPs. Um, for example, you know, if you have two kids and none of them goes to school, then the money is the the grant goes back to the government and the money is attributed to you, the parent, and your tax on it. But those are minor things. So again, sit down with your advisor and see what's the best appropriate. RESP for you some of them are heavily loaded with fees and so on so you gotta take your emotions away when you're making these type of decisions you're in the hospital I think you're marketed to with these with these saving plans and things like that so don't let your emotions get a, get the better of you because sometimes you don't you don't read the, the fine prints and so on and then you find out later, that you're stuck in these type of things. Not that it's bad, but maybe it's not appropriate for you. So again, explore these kind of things and you'll be fine. Like, it's like everything else, you know, Chris, there's so many choices when we go to buy anything, but what's appropriate for me? What can I afford? And if you make those decisions without emotions attached, you'll do really well, so.
1: And education is such a, a big, important part of, obviously, your children's future, and it would be great if they could pay for it themselves, <laughs> but ultimately, <laughs> you know what, there's only so much available for them, and you know, when you think about you know government things, like I, I'm sure a lot of us had OSAP or things like that to help us out, but imagine if you had an RESP or something, some savings plan from birth that your parents were able to contribute to that yeah. would have helped you get started and helped you get along the way. And an interesting statistic that I read uh, a while ago, and I think it was an American one, the average job for a high school educated male is driving. So whether it's deliveries or taxi or Uber, and what job do you think robots are going to be doing when your child who is just an infant now or being born soon is growing up? It's that that job of driving will be done by a robot, likely or self-driving cars. So that job is going to be off the table. So saving for post-secondary education is a huge part
2: of mm. the, the
1: future children that we're all right. uh, trying to raise right now.
2: And what trumps all of this stuff is we spend all of our money on sports because my son's going to be a soccer <laughs> player, hockey player.
1: Exactly.
2: <laughs> they're all going to be. They're all
1: going to win the Stanley Cup one day.
2: <laughs> well, not the least, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that maybe we'll leave it at that. Kelvin, thank you so much for your sage <laughs> advice from a Habs fan helping us out with planning for children and planning for the future and planning for those unborn children if you're starting a family right now. Happy Father's Day to you, Kelvin, and happy Father's thank Day you. to all the fathers out there listening. Askkelvin.ca is his website. That's ask-K-E-L-V-I-N.ca. And you can call Kelvin anytime, 416. 416- That's 416-457-PLAN. Thank you for listening and stay tuned to Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
0: The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.